Betfred has come all the way from England to the great state of Iowa with over 50 years of sports betting experience. Fred is known in the UK for three things, customer service, bonuses, and delivering the best overall experience to players. Need more? Download the Betfred Sports app today and receive up to $250 in free bets when signing up. No emperors, no movie stars, just a sports book you can trust. Download today. Proud partner of the Iowa Wild and Iowa Cubs. Must be 21 plus. Wagers only accepted in Iowa. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Getting traded to Minnesota changes nothing. Six foot four guys running four fours. These guys don't grow on trees. And a lot of times I'm going to bet on, especially you know, long term on the freak athlete. You don't ever want to overreact to what guys look like in preseason. There's been a ton of preseason all stars that never make rosters or, or never pan out. And welcome in everybody to another beautiful Sunday morning that's here right. at Elliot Fantasy Live as my head gets cut off by the banner, but that's okay. <laughs> uh, we are look, it's a beautiful Sunday morning because we already have football. We are at halftime in the Vikings and Saints game. And uh so I've been enjoying that all morning. So we'll we'll probably tackle that here first this morning, get you caught up on what's going on. Uh all the big news has happened there. Uh but first of all, as always, Chase, welcome to the show. Good morning, happy Sunday. Good morning, happy Sunday. Yeah, it's it's nice to wake up to to football on a Sunday. I could, I can handle that every week. I sure <laughs> have it from now until time I put my kids to bed. Hey, let's do it. I sure could too. And Kevin, how are you this morning as well? I am doing outstanding down here and uh, life is good. And uh, all I need is a few more passes directed to Justin Jefferson and uh, the morning would look certainly brighter. So. <laughs> Yeah, I could use myself. I could. I was telling Kevin before the show here. I got a parlay in for, on this game right now, where I I've already got the Chris Olave anytime touchdown score. Uh, so that's good. I need the Justin Jefferson one. Uh, I need the Vikings to win. I need Chris Olave to go over sixty four and a half yards. So that's the one that I'm probably sweating the most right now because he hasn't been targeted a ton. So we will see. I'll keep you posted. But that would be a nice ten dollars to win five seventy on that uh, six leg parlay I got going on for this game. That would certainly yeah. make your weekend right there. If so. Olave ends up six, over sixty four and a half, or yeah, that Andy Dalton's gonna have a pretty tired arm. He's, he's a pretty old man. <laughs> I know, I know, but we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, I think no, I, have, I, he I think they're gonna have to go his way. The arm curls come in before you know the game. <laughs> <laughs> But look, this is this is uh it's been an interesting game so far. It's a uh, pretty tight. It's a uh, thirteen to seven uh, Vikings lead right now, and they got bailed out a little bit by a fumble here. Uh, you know, well, no, I shouldn't say bailed out. They almost screwed it up, is what they did because they got the field goal to make it ten seven after you know getting stopped on fourth third down, um, and then they went ahead and with fifty nine seconds left, they have the ball on the twenty yard line of the Saints. And they only get four plays off, including the field goal, because they didn't use a timeout until three seconds left. They had all three timeouts on the 20 These rookie line. head coaches need training on clock management. I don't they, get it. They easily could have probably, if they used a timeout after the first play, which was a, a very quick, like maybe six-second play, 
because it was a quick out pass to Jefferson where he was tackling immediately at the line of scrimmage. They probably wasted the potential for like three more plays. And I think they could have gotten the end zone easily if they had just used their timeouts. It's just a, a travesty. Well, especially, uh, especially with the receiving core they have, they should have been able to take some end zone shots from there. And exactly, yeah. and the way Thielen's been catching the balls, like Cousins been throwing the ball, like they they would. I think they would have scored. So that if they go, if they turn around and lose this game by say four points, uh, I think you can come right back to that moment and say this is a coach's loss. Because so far the players are leaving it out there right now for the Vikings. But is there? Are you guys surprised by anything in this game so far? Have you guys been able to keep an eye on it as a, the morning's gone on? I'm not surprised by anything. It. I, I yeah. mean, you know i i like the I like both offenses in terms of scoring some fantasy points, even without Jameis Winston playing for the for the Saints. Um, Andy Dalton, for all the ragging that I just gave him and everybody else gives him, he's a capable backup quarterback by at this point in his career. And he was a capable yeah. starter and, and he can throw to the receiving core that they have. Should, I mean, I should Which be able to, banged throw up, to be fair is banged up. Thomas they're, out. Landry's they're playing, up and, yeah, Landry's playing so. but he's not a hundred percent. It doesn't look that way at least. Yeah. But I mean, there's, there's still, there's guys on that team. There's targets on that team yes. between their, between their running backs and their, tight ends and, and Jawan Johnson is looking like a, a much better player this season. Taysom Hill is still a weapon when you get down close enough and you never know where they're going to break him out on the field. Could um, be at quarterback for all we know. Right. Yeah. You, you never know when he, when he's out on the field and, and he's, he does, he is effective in the few snaps that they give him every game. And with Olave looking like he's actually going to be a guy. Mm-hmm. Jarvis Landry yeah, is banged up, but you're not looking at Jarvis Landry downfield anyway. You're looking at no, Jarvis no, no. Landry underneath. And for, like I've always said, he's that third and eight, get you 10 yards guy. So I think the one thing that has surprised me with this game so far that I don't think I, I, I mean, cause I didn't even realize it. And I don't think anybody else did. Cause I didn't see a single person talking about him. Latavius Murray was upgraded from the practice squad for the Saints, saying he's actually, I believe out touching Mark Ingram right now in this game. Really? Um, and I think that is something that we all missed. Because honestly, I I did not know that was happening today. They got the gang back together. I didn't even know he was still in the league. To be honest yeah. with you, yeah, I, I knew that I picked him up in a dynasty league because I I saw that they had signed him to the to the practice squad several weeks ago. I did not see that they elevated him today, but like I said, this game kind of happened before. But well, what happens, you know, at, so. at, at four o'clock in the morning, things can yeah. You know, uh, right. <laughs> out touching well, Ingram is a little bit of a shock, though. Okay, so yes, and I, was, I was I was no wrong on I was wrong on out touching Ingram visually with my like with my eyes watching the game. It seemed like that, but Ingram does have six rushes and two catches, and Murray has three rushes and no catches. So. My bad. I was wrong on so the nine touching. rushes. It seems to me that you need to have more rushes than nine rushes. Yeah, it's a total in this game. Yeah, Taysom Hill does have two as well, so they have a total of eleven rushes as a team right now. That's not giving your offense a whole lot of no, you know, bang bang for your buck. You shouldn't be leaning that much on Andy Dalton at this point. Well, they shouldn't be leaning that much on four years old. You know, you got to give the guy a break. (laughs) Well, Mark Ingram and Latavius Murray aren't that much younger. Exactly true. Well, they're like other guys on that team or something. So yeah, so I just I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it's interesting for sure, but, but that's what's going on. It looks like they're going to be starting the second half here any minute, so we'll we'll keep you updated if anything big happens in that game. Uh, before we do get into the games, I do want to update you guys because I know Chase had a reaction when I said this in the chat to him. I know I mentioned a trade I made last week in my home league, and it was a pretty uh, pretty pretty uh, what's what should I say lackluster reaction from you guys on me trading away at the time Aaron Jones and Cordero Patterson for um, I believe it was Garrett Wilson, Cam Akers, and Kareem Hunt. 
but since then, I then flipped that around and traded away Hunt and Wilson uh, for Mike Evans. And, oh, I'm blanking now. Who else did I get? I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> Just blowing this one up. He's like, oh, AJ which Dillon. league was this in? I got Mike yeah. Evans and A.J. Dillon out of, out of that trade to flip that around. So, essentially, I, I traded way in the end Patterson and uh, Aaron Jones for A.J. Dillon, Mike Evans, and uh, Cam Akers. Well, and, Patterson's questionable today, so who knows how that's going to work out for you. Works out great because I don't have him anymore. Right. <laughs> but if he does what he did last week, once again, then that doesn't look so good. See, but that's why I traded him after he did that last week because I have been in the camp all off season and still so far that uh, he's not going to have the year he had last year. And and I'm going to stand by that. And that's why I, I made that move. Um, it may look like I sold wrongly on both Jones and uh, Passion and Jones maybe. But Jones and Dylan, I think, are, are at this point are – even though from a fantasy standpoint, Dylan hasn't exactly hit the ceiling of Jones. I think he's still capable They're of showing level. up any They're game. Yeah. In terms so of I'm, so you know, from them. Patterson, getting rid of Patterson, getting out from underneath Patterson is the right move. Yeah, so I still feel good about the trade. I'm happy with the way, especially getting Mike Evans. As long as, you don't, as long as you're not banking on Algiers or whatever that, you know, don't do that. So. No, I, I was just him. My, 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 my initial response to your trade was that, because I see Marcus Valdez, Scantling, Clyde oh, Edwards, that, Alaire, that's, and that's La- the other league. Yeah, that's the yeah. other league. <laughs> I see Marcus Valdez Scantling, Clyde Edwards, Alaire, and Lazard on one side, and the other side is Patterson, <laughs> Dorch, and Williams. My comment was that there's a literal metric F ton of fantasy frustration involved in that trade. Like, I, there's not a single guy in that trade that I can look at and be like, yeah, this is exactly what's going to happen with him for the rest of the year. But sometimes I just like to trade to trade. Oh, well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it interesting, if nothing else. I do, but hey, Chris Olave just made a big catch for the Saints, so uh, getting closer to my uh, my my receiving yards prop for the for the for the parlay. But anyways, that's uh, that's the update here. Let's get into it, everybody, because okay, you know, Kevin, you brought this up before the show, and it is a it is a game that I did want to talk about um, pretty early on here because we got Zach Wilson returning for the Jets. And it might not seem flashy, but I've been a Zach Wilson supporter all off season, so I'm excited for it. I drafted him in a few leagues. And I, I, I drafted him in the uh, the lemon lemonade league, yep. or whatever, yeah, yeah. Yeah. whatever you call that. Belly up bowl. And, the belly, yeah, the belly, belly up bowl. And of course, he went down first first series of the of the of the preseason, and uh, yeah. I was like, oh man. And so uh, so hopefully today I'll 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 get some bang for my buck there. Yes, and I think you will because I, I, like I said, I think the Jets played this right with Wilson. They really waited until he was ready to come back. They're not. It's not like they're rushing him back. Yeah, there's no reason and, to rush. And credit to Joe Flacco for allowing them to do that. Joe because Flacco was, kept that team afloat. He was serviceable enough for them to where they didn't feel pressured to rush him back. So credit to Joe Flacco coming in and doing his job as the backup, as as the the stopgap that they needed. But look, Garrett Wilson, I think, is only going to get better now with Zach Wilson because they're going to be able to push this ball down the field which means I think Brees Hall is also going to have a better run here going forward because I think the the line is going to open up a bit for him. And don't forget about Elijah Moore. Elijah Moore and Zach Wilson have well, – I've got him on my roster, so I can't forget about him. So they hopefully had a, They had a connection. Forget about him. They had a yeah. connection last year. Now, look, you can say Garrett Wilson has obviously taken the spotlight here, and he's probably still going to get uh, more targets than people really factored in when they were high on Elijah Moore in the offseason. But I still think Elijah Moore is going to play a role in this offense. Uh, because he this better. 
because <laughs> this was an <laughs> offense I believed in. So against the Steelers, say I think I think there's going to be some success between Wilson Hall and uh, Garrett Wilson, to be specific. Do you guys agree? Like, are you are you a Jet not a Jets fan, but are you a, a well, Jets I've, believer in this offense now that Wilson is at the helm? I've been in on them. I've been in on them since way before the preseason. I mm-hmm. I I like what they're doing in New York. I've said that before. I've been on record on this show. I think I've said it in my columns. Um, yeah, I think they are doing it the right way in New York. Now, yeah, they're not they're not a juggernaut team yet by now, but they've got a ton of young guys on offense. They have they have started to build up that offensive line in front of Zach Wilson. So now you've got your guy that you think you got your guy at quarterback. You're mm-hmm. protecting him up front, and they are surrounding him with good, exciting, electric young weapons. Um, Tyler Conklin looks like a great pickup so far at at tight end, uh, and. Don't forget they've picked up CJ Uzama, who we know is a good, capable tight end, veteran tight end. And the two of them are in front of a good rookie draft pick in Jeremy Ruckert at tight, at tight end for them. They've got a good stable there. And if there are worse guys for Ruckert to learn behind than CJ Uzama and Tyler Conklin. And then on top of that, you've got not just the, the two young guys in, in Wilson and Moore at, at receiver. They've still got Braxton Berrios to run a slot. And, and yeah, he's been banged up a little bit, but... He's a good veteran. He connects well with Zach Wilson. The two of them, I guess, are, are good friends, and, and they like they like love playing together. And they've still got Corey Davis on the outside as well. And we know that Corey Davis in his past, when he was with the Titans, uh, you know, he's been a reliable you know, wide receiver two type in fantasy as well. They've got some good pieces on that team and a defensive-minded head coach who's going to be working on that side of the ball. So hang on to your moms and wives because Zach Wilson's back. <laughs> and I think that, you know, against the Steelers, they they stand a chance to, to be able to do something here today. It wouldn't shock me to yeah. see them come out of this with a win. It wouldn't shock me either. Kevin, do you feel the same well, way? Well, it, it's, you know, interesting that you highlighted this game right off the bat because when, when you were going to talk about what's your uh, fantasy game that you're highlighting this week, this was it for me. Oh, sorry. So, <laughs> so no worries. Right. No worries. No worry because all the reasons that we just talked about, Zach Wilson at quarterback, how is things going to work? Because as you mentioned, Joe Flacco made these guys relevant on offense. And how's it all going to transfer over? What do you got Zach Wilson back there now? Is he going to sit, you know, Garrett Wilson, is he going to be throwing to him a lot or is he going to focus in on somebody else? And so uh, we're, we're going to need to find out just who he likes to throw to and, and what kind of fantasy implications all that has on the Jets. And I think that if you've got these Jet players, that you could be pretty, pretty whomever it might be, except for maybe Carter. I don't know how he's going to factor in all this. Because as you mentioned, I think Brees Hall is going to be taking over that the, as the lead back. And, 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 and so Michael Carter, I don't know how he's going to work out. But everybody else, I think it's going to work out great in, uh, in fantasy. Agreed. And uh, look, I, Michael Carter is someone that I was always down on this year because Brees Hall being there, it just seemed like the offense was going to be more – uh, geared towards the Brees Hall style of running. Uh, but look, you Chase, you mentioned Tyler Conklin. He's been good so far this year. I am, I, I am He's worried. He's a great about, pickup. If you got him, that's a good pickup. I, I am worried about him with Wilson at the helm now, though, just from a standpoint of if they are going to try to push the ball more. I, I, 
I wonder how many of his targets so far now do get switched over to Elijah Moore or to guys that can push the field a bit more. Like I'm, I'll be curious to see how they use Conklin with Zach Wilson as a quarterback. I'm not saying he's going to be awful the rest of the way, but it's one of those things where I'm watching. It's a question question mark for me. Well, they're, they're still going to need underneath targets. They're, I mean, that, sure. that's not going away. And with Berrios banged up, so you know a little bit of unsurety in the slot position for right now. Um, Betfred has come all the way from England to the great state of Iowa with over 50 years of sports betting experience. Fred is known in the UK for three things, customer service, bonuses, and delivering the best overall experience to players. Need more? Download the Betfred Sports app today and receive up to $250 in free bets when signing up. No emperors, no movie stars, just a sports book you can trust. Download today. Proud partner of the Iowa Wild and Iowa Cubs. Must be 21 plus. Wagers only accepted in Iowa. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. There's still going to be targets to go around for him. I mean, he's he's got to, he's tied for third in the league in targets yeah. right now among tight ends. It's not like that's all going to disappear. I wouldn't think. Sure. Um, yeah, Wilson may check down to the to the running backs a little bit. You know, who knows? We'll we'll have to see how. how well, that's why it's a, that's why it's a question mark. That's the one spot where I'm curious to see how Wilson plays it. And and, and I don't know going forward that they're necessarily going to lead the league in targets. So far, mm-hmm. or I mean, in in pass attempts, like Joe, I mean Flacco, man, that guy he's <laughs> he's earned his money already, and we're only three games into the season. That's in terms right, of throwing 100 and fifty some pass attempts, but um, I, I don't I think they're going to completely dry up for him. Yeah, I think Conklin is their tight end one for the season. I think I I don't think that Uzama Absolutely. is a I don't, major. I don't threat see to how him. that could change and they they'd be successful. And they I think that, you know Rucker with is, what works. Ruckert's talented and young, but he's a young tight end in the NFL. That typically takes a year or two to, to pan out. I I still like Conklin going forward as a low end tight end one for the season. Um, you know, I, I don't. I'm not. I'm not as worried about Wilson coming back and, and anything getting taken away from Conklin oh. as I am just. You know, can this offense you, maintain you the passing volume? When that first hit happens. How does he react? Well, there's that too. But yeah, if this offense maintains any kind of passing volume, like we've seen the first three weeks, I th- I don't think anything changes in terms of how how often these guys are getting used and how much we're going to see out of them. I still like Wilson going forward. I still like Conklin going forward. Yeah, that's and just quick update here in the Vikings uh, Saints game. Uh, Vikings just punted. But it looks like this is going to be a clean fumble. Knee was not down yet. Vikings recover once again in New Orleans uh, territory, close to the red zone, if they're not exactly in the red zone. Uh, so also surprising, no penalty here on the Vikings for number 29, Boyd, who recovered the fumble. As he was running down the field celebrating, ripped his helmet off and threw it to the ground. So is that still not a penalty? Have they changed I thought that? that taking your helmet off was, was bad juju. So I, I thought I know it was a penalty a year or two ago. I, I thought it was still a penalty, but maybe that's been a rule that's been. There in England, anything goes. Like, yeah, exactly. But, <laughs> European but probably, rules. So it looks it looks like they're gonna Vikings are taking over at the Saints forty four yard line right now. So we'll keep you posted up on that. Uh, but real fast before we get into Chase's game of the week here, uh, let's take a quick uh, early listen to uh, our sponsors over at Manscaped. And I'm sorry, I'm looking up Ooh. as Justin Jefferson almost just scores a touchdown, gets down to the three. Uh, so big time right there. Of but course, let's... they couldn't give him three more yards. Of course. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I needed it. <clears throat> but anyways, uh, let's take a listen from Manscaped here. Dan Maynard, as always, on the narration. We will be back right after the short break. Football is back, baby. We're back to seeing Mahomes sling beautiful balls all over the field. And your friends at Manscaped are here to help you sling your beautiful balls all season long with Manscaped's 
state-of-the-art tech will have your weapon looking more loaded than the AFC West. Football may be rough, but your ball care doesn't have to be with Manscaped. Join the 6 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping with the promo code BELLYUPFANTASY. Meet the best value bundle yet for the Manscaped Pocket Rockets, the Platinum Package. At quarterback, the Lawnmower 4.0 Trimmer, a wily vet who makes sure the unit is running smoothly and scoring nonstop with proprietary advanced skin safe technology. The lawnmower limits mistakes and protects the ball. Plus, it's waterproof, so the weather conditions are no issue. At running back, the Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, built to bust through all the right holes. A hairless nostril just helps it keep a nose for the end zone. On the offensive line, we have our unsung heroes, the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant and the Crop Reviver Ball Toner. The Trent Williams and Corey Lindsley of Sack Protection. Standing strong to keep your boys fresh and clean through all four quarters. Add wide out the cleanest duo in the league. The ultra premium body wash and ultra premium two-in-one shampoo plus conditioner. With their rugged scent, they attract both the ball and all the ladies in the crowd. Plus, these two leave your skin and scalp feeling more hydrated. That means more plays on the field and less water breaks. At tight end, the product makes your end look tight. Manscaped's anti-chafing boxer briefs, a dedicated jewel pouch to increase ball handling, and a cool, steady vibe thanks to their moisture-wicking fabric. On defense, there's only one thing you need, the aluminum-free ultra-premium deodorant. With refined cologne, quality fragrance, it keeps sweat and locker room scents from making any ground. Plus, it dries clear so the opponent won't even know what hit them. To top it all off, we throw in the best coach in the league, the Shred Travel Bag, as a free bonus. Built to hold the team together, this travel size bag has a fumble-resistant zipper. This has got to be a Super Bowl-winning roster, but don't take my word for it. Go to Manscaped.com and get 20% off and free shipping with the promo code BELLYUPFANTASY. That's 20% off and free shipping at Manscaped.com when you use the promo code BELLYUPFANTASY. Manscaped for turning your player into an MVP. All right, and welcome back. Oh, nobody does that like Dan. Let me nobody. let me put my lawnmower away. Sorry, I was <laughs> getting a quick trim before we. Oh Jesus! Back in the bag, good to go. That was a nice travel bag you had for there, by the way. Wow. Yeah, you got it. But uh, as, as good as Manscaped is, maybe you don't use it on live television. Well, no, that's why I did it during the commercial break. <laughs> but but anyways, as the Vikings come away with another disappointing red zone possession with a field goal. Uh, Chase, where is your game of the week this week that you're either looking the most forward to watching or that you think is going to be the most fantasy relevant? Well, right now I'm I'm facing the uh, Justin Jefferson in my home league, and so I I love missing him on third down there. So that it's not a disappointing field goal for me. Plus, I'm a Packer fan, so well, I, did you, you know, see I, the play before that where he had him beat in the end zone and Cousins just threw it behind him? It should have been an easy touchdown. Doesn't bother me at all. <laughs> of man. course, I have Justin Jefferson. So I know I don't have any shares of him this year. He he went I don't he either. went he went where I was not picking. So he actually went too early. I was. 
I picked, I late picked in them like at every, number five. I was either picking refresh. like number one in every league or way down around like eight, nine, like literally in a, like across the board. It was weird. Yeah. And he so was I, I, like I have literally five, zero range. Justin Jefferson, unfortunately. <laughs> um, no, my, my game of the week right now that I'm really looking at, uh, I don't think it should be a shock. Bill's Ravens. Yeah. Um, because there are about 8 trillion fantasy points to be had in this game, regardless <laughs> yeah, of, of the leave defenses. the defense at home though. Right. Yeah. No, oh, I, yeah. I'm, I'm steering clear of the defenses in that game, but in terms of, I mean, you've got the, you've got Justin, or I mean, Josh Allen and, and <laughs> Lamar Jackson at quarterback on either side. So one's going to throw for 8,000 yards. The other one's going to run for 8,000 yards. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we've, we've got receivers that, you know, between Mark Andrews on, on the side of the, the Ravens and hopefully Rashad Bateman then, and we've got Gabe Davis and Stefan Diggs and even Isaiah McKenzie on the other mm-hmm. side, who knows what the hell Dawson Knox will do, but he'll probably catch a few balls at least, and he may get in the end zone. Um, and then all kinds of running back by committee questions. Who's going to do what on either side right now? I'm hoping for some JK Dobbins day. Cause I've got quite a few shares of him. We need some um, Singletary siding. I am today. big on That's some Singletary. I have him across a bunch of leagues as well. And I still think that he's the best option in their backfield. Yeah. Um, James Cook has not materialized. He, he hasn't looked like everybody thought that he was going to. I think that unfortunately I, that fumble on his very first touch there, Yep. In that first game, I don't know if – I hope it didn't color the uh, the coaching staff's view of him. I mean, I, I wouldn't think so. They're professionals. They see him every single day. They've got to know what kind of talent he is by now. But uh, I just – I think that we've had like three seasons now of this Singletary, Moss, will they, won't they, who are they. Yeah. And I think, you know – when it became apparent early on last season that Zach Moss just didn't appear to be their guy, whether or not he can be a guy, he just didn't appear to be their guy. And then late last season when Singletary took over and kind of actually finally seized that job by the throat over the last month and a half or so of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, and he's, he's young and they're all young. I mean, Moss and Moss and Singletary, I think they're both 24, 23. I mean, they're not old even even yet they've been in the league several years now and they're still not old players they're they're in their prime for running back slots but i just think that singletary is their best option overall i think he he can catch he can run he can play it on the on the you know on the goal line he can play between the 20s and i think that people were a little low on his ability coming into the season i liked his ability and i think he's starting to see the actual usage to back that up. I think he's a solid running back two type going forward here. Um, and again, he's on one of the best offenses in football. So you, you want to have him on the other side, JK Dobbins. Then um, we know he's got all the talent in the world. Uh, one of the bigger questions with him, however, is going to be a, is he fully back and healthy, but B how much is he going to be affected by the fact that he's behind possibly the best rushing quarterback in the entire league? And we know that just that, that Lamar Jackson is going to take some, some carries away from whoever is their starting running back. More importantly, um, some touchdowns probably. Right. And, and that, and that's, that's part of the, that's the biggest question with JK Dobbins. It's a good rushing offense. We know it's a good rushing offense. They're always up among the leaders in the league. So if somebody can be a lead running back in that backfield, uh, and I think it will be Dobbins when everybody's healthy, when Edwards gets back with Justice Hill there, with I think when everybody is healthy and ready, Dobbins is your guy. 
but how much is he affected by literally playing behind Lamar Jackson? So, yeah, from a DFS standpoint today, if I'm playing guys from this game, I'm I'm like I'm actually avoiding the running backs just because I think it's going to be hard for the running backs in this game to outscore the receivers and the quarterbacks. You got two running quarterbacks. You got two quarterbacks that will run the ball in the red. Yeah. So from a DFS standpoint, it's just going to be that kind of game, I think, where, look, it's supposed to be some rain in Baltimore. So I'm so glad you brought up Isaiah McKenzie because we saw what Jacoby Myers was able to do out of the slot and beyond last week for the Patriots against the Won't be doing it this week. What, McKenzie? No, Myers. Oh, oh. (laughs) yeah. He's out this week, buddy. Sorry. Uh, Oh, yeah. I think he is out. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, He he might be watching our show right now. Isaiah McKenzie should, I think, should be able to have a nice day today coming out of the slot against this Ravens defense, Um, especially with Gabriel Davis back. I think the attention will be down uh, because, look, there's one thing the Ravens don't want to let happen again is be beat on big plays. I think that's still in their head. So I think they're going to really be paying attention to Diggs and Davis. I think McKenzie's going to have a lot of one-on-one coverage today. Absolutely. No, yeah. Yeah. No, I and, and, you know, like I said, Dawson Knox, I don't know. He had such a such an efficient season, you know, mm-hmm. when he kind of had his breakout there. And everybody's like, oh, hey, Dawson well, Knox, he, let's pick he, him up. He, 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 he can't score. He, well, it's the same thing with Robert Tunyon that we saw in Green Bay, too, in, in yeah. terms of both of them were so touchdown effective that year that there's no way that can carry forward. How I mean, yep. now, they've both actually been getting more looks this season than I kind of thought that they might. Uh, but you know, Dawson Knox, if he, if he scores a touchdown, Hey, great. If not, who knows? But like you just said, if they're, if they're paying attention deep, if they're trying not to get beat deep, if there may be some looks open underneath for McKenzie, not just McKenzie, but Knox as well. Yeah. Uh, and for that matter, James Cook, you know, or Singletary, whoever is in the game at, at any given time for the running backs, uh, which, you know, I think it bodes well for, for Josh. I think Josh Allen's going to have Josh Allen. It's going to be Josh Allen today, Yeah, but right. uh, yeah, the underneath throws, we may actually get to see some passing touchdowns, um, you know, as opposed to Allen running it in from the six yard line. So it's, I'm excited to see. I'm, I'm psyched up for that game. Well, I just, I think that, fan, it looks like a big heavyweight. About this game. Yeah. Big that's, haymakers. That's a perfect and, one o'clock game yeah. to watch. Cause I believe yeah. that one's at one. Um, so yeah, that's, that's a good one to watch. Kevin, have you had enough time to, uh, to well, go to your backup game? Since well, I stole your yeah, I, you know, interestingly <laughs> enough, I'm going to stay with this same, same game, but I'm going to go over to the Pittsburgh Steelers side of things. Let's, let's do that. Well, you know what I'm saying? Cause oh, you know, for the Jets game, they've already, yeah. yeah, they've already been talking of others have been talking about what's the, uh, you know, over under on Mitch Trubisky. When is he going to be out? And the only person that has not said anything is the head coach, and uh, if there's anybody deserves some some benefit of the doubt, it is Mike Tomlin. He's right. never had a losing season up until this year, and so if he's not talking about there's going to be a replacement, then let's suspend all talk with that. Uh, the player that that I'm interested in and finding out is Najee Harris, and there was talk about how he was not an efficient runner. And that has certainly turned out to be the case again this year. He's not an efficient runner. He's averaging 3.7 yards per carry as your lead back. That is not making it. Which and he's not last catching year, the it? passes that were supposed to make him such a solid first-round draft pick. And uh, I didn't draft him. As I said, I, I, I took Justin Jefferson. But uh, there are a lot of people that were taking him early, I think a little earlier than they probably should have. Yes. 
So Najee Harris has still a lot to prove in the fantasy realm for me. And uh, so I'm looking at him and also uh, free move, Friar move, or however you pronounce yeah, his yeah, name. Friar I'm sorry. Move. I'm probably butchering it from here to Timbuktu. And uh, he is on my team and he is a tight end that I thought could really do some things this year because quarterbacks when Bet Fred has come all the way from England to the great state of Iowa with over 50 years of sports betting experience. Fred is known in the UK for three things, customer service, bonuses, and delivering the best overall experience to players. Need more? Download the Bet Fred sports app today and receive up to $250 in free bets when signing up. No emperors, no movie stars, just a sports book you can trust. Download today. Proud partner of the Iowa Wild and Iowa Cubs. Must be 21 plus. Wagers only accepted in Iowa. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Betfred has come all the way from England to the great state of Iowa with over 50 years of sports betting experience. Fred is known in the UK for three things, customer service, bonuses, and delivering the best overall experience to players. Need more? Download the Betfred sports app today and receive up to $250 in free bets when signing up. No emperors, no movie stars, just a sports book you can trust. Download today. Proud partner of the Iowa Wild and Iowa Cubs. Must be 21 plus. Wagers only accepted in Iowa. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. They they like they're supposed to like their tight end when they're not Josh Allen and Uber talented, but that has not been the case so far this year. And so uh what's gonna happen with him and um the the receivers, Chase Claypool and all the rest of them, are they gonna stay fantasy relevant? So this is a game the Jets they should be able to do some things against that Jet defense. It's not as terrible as has been in, in seasons past, but they should be able to do some things. I think this will be a competitive game. So I'm looking forward to, you know, down here in Dallas, there's no jet Steelers game going on down here, but uh, yeah. if there was, I would tune in to see what was going on with that game. Well, I, as far as Donji Harris, I was big on him in the preseason. Cause I thought, man, he's going to get, he's going to get a ton of, of volume, and that's why he was so effective last year. In, in from a fantasy standpoint, right. he was effective he last year because of the volume. He and he's he's still getting you know some of that volume, but like he's only got eleven targets through three games this year. Let's right, he only he had, had three last week. He had that's nineteen in one it. game last year. That is not cutting it. So how much of that is is a is a is a factor of or is a result of Trubisky's style of play versus what we had out of? noodle arm Ben Roethlisberger last <laughs> season. The other thing about it is, is I, I still don't, I don't know that we've seen yet. I don't know that we know if Najee Harris is an inefficient runner or if this is an inefficient rushing offense with their offensive line. Yeah. Either way but, this year, it, 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 either from a fantasy standpoint. Yeah. I mean, half a dozen of one and six of the other, it, it, it doesn't matter if, if they're not getting the, the points for you, they're not getting the points for you, but I'm just, I wonder so much if, if they could upgrade this offensive line a little bit, if Najee Harris would actually could actually average a little bit over four yards of carry, like a normal ass running back in the NFL can and should. Uh, and, <laughs> With that kind of volume, I mean, then he he would 
he would be valuable. He's valuable anyway because well, if you've of the got volume. him in Dynasty, you got to hold on to him. With well, you both know, you've got to hang on to him. Yeah, he's not necessarily worth a shot unless it's the right spot in, like, say, daily. And if you've got him in, in year long, if you can get somebody to jump on the, the draft position that you probably paid for him and, and trade you something, you might want to look at that. But um, that offensive line, I'll circle back around to that. That's another part of the reason I think that they need to stick with Trubisky. I know everybody is clamoring. That's for right. Over. Because you don't want your rookie quarterback to get his head blown yes. sideways. Listen, there was not yeah, NFL the, game. You don't want that. Nobody had any illusions coming into this draft that we had an Andrew Luck or a Trevor Lawrence or a Peyton Manning. Everybody yeah. thought that every single one of these guys was a prospect that needed some developing if it was ever yep. going to happen for them. And the thing that you don't want to do with a developmental prospect is throw the guy in there behind a terrible right. offensive line in a division that's got three decent defenses. And get him killed. That's right. And get you him killed. You don't After again, they play the Jets, you know who their next two teams are? At Buffalo and Tampa Bay. You're telling me that you want a rookie quarterback against either one of those two teams? Oh no. That would be disaster <laughs> to the utmost 10th power. Yeah. So no. we're not seeing – we're not seeing any rookie quarterbacks at the Pittsburgh Steelers. Like, well, like I yet. like I said, I put it out there on Twitter last week because everybody, I said everybody was clamoring for for Kenny Pickett to be the quarterback there in in Pittsburgh right yeah. now. Let's get your stuff if together you, here. If you were Kenny Pickett's mom, would you want to <laughs> see your kid out there? That's right. Behind that offensive line, <laughs> That's or right, would man. you be too distracted by Zach Wilson to even notice? So. <laughs> Well, and I mean, I know if he was my kid, I wouldn't want to watch him out there. No, 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 you don't want, no that that's imagery none of us need to see. No, but no, I no, just great though. I don't think you want they they need to look at what has happened to their rival Cleveland with almost every single quarterback they've drafted. Yeah, they've the had drafted what three hundred and forty-seven of them. And, Do and not none kick of them. that guy out there too soon no. yeah. behind a line that can't handle it. He's got great weapons around him. And when you when this offseason, now that you can settle down and not have to worry about weapons so much, this offseason, when you do upgrade that offensive line for real now, then maybe you can think about giving Kenny Pickett a shot. Until then, give him some no. garbage time this season or whatever. Let him get used to the, the idea of the speed of the game, but do not kick him out there with any kind of expectations right now. I, yeah, no, I, I don't want to see that for him from a, from a real-life standpoint or from a fantasy standpoint right no, now. No, no. No, don't ruin his career before it even starts. Right. Completely agree. And uh, look, on that note, we're going to take another quickly quick break here to hear from True Classic. And then after the break, we're going to get into some start sit. We're going to get into some uh, uh, any updated news on injuries, ins and outs that we, we get. Yeah, here. we so, need some updates on that. Yeah, so stick around. for uh, Stay with us for right after this break from True Classic. We'll see you after. Football is back, baby, and our new sponsor, True Classic, wants you to look and feel your best even after a couple of brewskis or going full force on your fantasy football draft. Sure, it's football season, but it's also butt-the-couch season. Luckily, True Classic has the absolute best-fitting clothing a man can buy. Snug in the arms and chest with a little extra space in the torso, their T-shirts are designed to keep you cozy and highlight your best assets no matter what you're up to. So if your special someone is upset that you're watching football all day, at least you can look good doing it. True Classic has already helped over 2 million men find the perfect fit at an affordable price. Our listeners get access to the best deal they offer. For a limited time only, get 25% off with the promo code BELLYUPFANTASY at trueclassic.com. 
Almost all men's t-shirts are designed to look good on skinny models with six packs, but most of us aren't packing anything but a few beers. Fellas, you are wearing the wrong clothes. True classic tees taper off towards the bottom, but they fit tighter around the chest and shoulders. It's time to highlight your best attributes with a t-shirt you can always confidently throw on. It's about time to get your fit together, so upgrade your wardrobe with True Classic and get 25% off at trueclassic.com with promo code BELLYUPFANTASY. Free shipping included on purchases over $100. That's 25% off at trueclassic.com with the promo code BELLYUPFANTASY. If there's one bet you should make this football season, it's on True Classic. True Classic, look good, feel good. All Ooh. right. Awesome, as always, from True Classic. Look, as I was just stroll, scrolling through the updated injury reports here, um, there's actually, we don't have a ton. We don't know a ton yet. But, uh, some yeah, the but there, there are some players, star players. Yeah, so the, and, and here's Patterson in. I just saw it. Just, yeah, Patterson is expected across. to play. He's ex- he, he says he's going to play. Yes. Uh, yep. So Patterson. Zay Jones yep. out. Yeah, so Zay, uh, Zay Jones out, Patterson in. Uh, Dawson Knox is going to be active. Um, just an update on the current game that's going on right now. Uh, so Latavius Murray did get a touchdown for the Saints, and the reason that is is because Mark Ingram is in the uh, locker room with an injury. Uh, so Latavius Murray, depending on how this this injury looks for Mark Ingram and what the Alvin Kamara injury looks like, might you might want to grab Latavius Murray. He might be valuable. Yeah, you might want to take a look at that. Uh, so the other big one here is that uh, Christian McCaffrey, they are going to wait until pre-game, pre-game to make a final decision. Yeah. He is expected to play. CMC from... is on the injury report. Stop if you heard this. Before. Shocker. Um, all, everyone out there is you saying. You want Foreman just... in that case. Well, that's exactly what I said. That he's expected to play, and I've been all about Yeah, don't be rule. talking about Chubba Hubbard. Right. Yeah, no, I've been saying all off season. I know Chase. He, he fooled me last year. He's not doing that again. Deontay Foreman is the guy you want if McCaffrey goes down. So uh, definitely get him on your roster if you're a McCaffrey owner, or steal him from the McCaffrey owner and pick him up before he can. That's something uh, that would be useful. Dak Prescott eyeing a return next week, which is massive. We kind of touched on that earlier. Yep. Uh, Chris Godwin expected to play. Um, Brian, look, this is another one. It doesn't help this week, but Brian Robinson expected to be activated. I talked about him. My very week. first article, pick him up. People have not listened to me. You need yeah. <laughs> to pick him up. He will be on the field next week, and yes. he could be the yeah. RB1 for the Washington Commanders. In the categories. Because I, I do believe that was the original plan. So I Oh, and the Vikings come. Go for a fake punt on fourth and two and complete it to what looks to be about a 20-yard gain from the punter passing it. Uh, I can't tell who he passed it to, but Vikings will retain the ball in possession here uh, late in the third quarter. Uh, okay, so let's throw it to Justin Jefferson, okay? <laughs> well, Can I have a communication you know, device with the coach? Or... <laughs> patch him right into the sideline. Patch, yeah, patch me in. Kevin O'Connell Justin on the horn. Jefferson over. Okay, I'm gonna go ahead and take a guess that Justin Jefferson is not on the punt team. Yeah, no, that uh, wasn't. No, me. I would, I would certainly hope not. But anyways, but before that, to to kind of recap how the Saints did get down there to get in position for Latavius Murray to score a touchdown. Marquez Callaway uh, made a big fourth and two play, uh, caught it right at the line of scrimmage uh, to to gain the first down, and then he caught what looked to be about twenty to thirty yard pass down the sideline to put them in position. Uh, Taysom Hill got a run in there. Andy Dalton actually ran it down to the two, and then Latavius Murray finished it off. Uh, so that was how the Saints kind of got their 
Uh, but look, let's get into, uh, like I said, if we get any more news here in the next 20 minutes, we'll, as far as inactives and actives, I'll keep refreshing this page. We'll let you know as it comes out. Josh Reynolds is active for week four. That one just dropped, um, which uh, is interesting for uh, Detroit because Amon St. Brown out. DJ Charles. Everybody's out for out. Detroit. Same yeah. Part. Yeah, so Josh Reynolds could actually play a very big role this week for an offense that has been doing very well in the passing game. I picked up Williams, and I'm I'm going with him. Yeah, so uh, yes, do it, do it, do it. Especially in DFS, uh, take a look at some cheap value plays in that game for sure. Um, And so let's get into some uh, some start sits here because we we talked about one already. Uh, Here's one between uh, in a PPR Robert Woods or Isaiah McKenzie. It's Isaiah McKenzie for me. Um, Robert Woods, I, I have to see it at this point. I just, I'm just not. He, I thought he'd be so much better at this point in the season. Uh, while we let trailer so get used to it, and he just hasn't been. Well, and part of the thing with Robert Woods is that, yeah, I mean, they've been given some of that run to, to Kyle Phillips, and then they like him, and then Burks has looked good, and and uh, they keep throwing the ball to Jeff Swaim. Who, who the hell? Yeah, is? I know, right? Uh, I, I, I thought Hooper'd be the tight end to have on that team, and hell, I, I actually picked up Jeff Swaim in a couple of uh, deeper leagues this season, this yeah. this week because he's the guy that's getting the look in, inside the red zone there. So I think that Robert Woods is still. I don't think it's a, a function of his injury. I don't. I, I don't think that he's. Yeah, don't he's, don't give up on I, Woods. I think he's yet. still a good don't, player. Don't, don't oh yeah, yeah. But like right. you said, we have to see it from a fantasy standpoint. We have to see it in this offense first. And right now, his role doesn't look like it's the same that we all thought it was going to be. I think everybody envisioned him as the wide receiver one in that offense, and it has clearly not been the case. So uh, yeah, I'm not giving up on him. Yeah, yeah. don't, I'm don't, not, don't I'm not, do that. Yeah, but I'm also not, you know, You're not hanging on to him for all I'm worth if there's something else out there on the waiver wire. Right. Yes. Now, here's an interesting one here. Uh, in a six-point passing touchdown league, Matt Ryan or Jared Goff? And what makes it interesting is obviously because Detroit has like zero weapons. Swift sitting, they've got Jamal Williams in there. Uh, you know, we just talked about a Monroe St. Brown, DJ Jared. Yes, my sorry Seahawks defense. All right. <laughs> so so it, it could be possible Matt Ryan is getting Michael Pittman back this week. He still has Jonathan Taylor. I Mike, He's got Jelani Matt, Woods. All the guy does is catch. I was ready really. to, you know, completely bury Matt Ryan, give him his last rights, you know, seal over the, the parking lot over the top of him. It's over. <laughs> and then he completely resurrected himself. So I would go Matt Ryan. Yeah, and that's the way I'm feeling too. Look, there's, and that doesn't mean that Goff isn't capable of no, but he just doesn't being, have any weapons. Being successful with the weapons he has, say that it very well could happen, especially in comparison to Matt Ryan, who we know could just give you a floor game of like 13 points or whatever. So, uh, but I feel like Matt Ryan is still the way I'd go here. With everybody out this week, do we see something out of TJ Hawkinson, or do we not? Because he's we the only better see have. something out of TJ Hawkinson, <laughs> or you just might as well send him up. <sighs> Or down the river, whichever's worse. I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, which, whichever direction sucks more, send yeah. him that way. Yes. Yeah. Oh, well, okay. It, look, it, Hawkinson needs to show something. He, he he's been to needing go. to show something for, what, three years now? And it, it's not happening. He's getting yeah, by he's a lot not, more on recognition right now than he is on actual production. Yes. You know, the name yes. is carrying him much further than his game. Yes. And then, um, so, and then, when. When it comes to Chicago this week, you know, David Montgomery out, Khalil Herbert in, Khalil Herbert looking great. Do you play – I'm assuming this is Josh Palmer, Herbert, or Palmer in a flex. There's no information. I'm assuming it's Josh Palmer. 
I mean, I got to play Herbert. Uh, but what I want to ask is, Herbert, are you guys believing the, the hype? RB one, you got to go with him because Herbert is obviously going to be, I think, massively owned in DFS. Sake, and I think he's only fifty four hundred, fifty two hundred, something like that. So he's going to be massively owned in DFS. No, and he's coming off a career people, day. Yeah, exactly. So, so. Do you believe the hype though? Is he, is he going to be able to perform on his hype? Like, let's, let's talk DFS here for a second. Obviously, well, he's think... not going to do what he did last week. Let's so just, he will. Let's, let's just acknowledge that right off the bat. I mean, so I think he'll be able to return his value. His, he could return value, tag. and he could probably get 100 yards rushing. But he's not. Going I don't know to if he's go going off. for 150 plus in a couple of. Yeah, scores. he's not yeah, doing but... that. So let's see here because here's what I want to look at really fast here. Look at some of the other guys who are priced around the same um, price range as Herbert. Uh, let me find him real fast here. So Herbert is – I just passed it. Where the hell was he? H-E-R. Oh, he's – okay, so he's actually 5,700. So 5,700, um, like I said, I think he can probably hit his value. But because he's going to be so high owned, Devin Singletary, 5,900. Melvin Gordon, 5,800. Uh, you got Damian Pierce at 5,600. Josh Jacobs, 55. Travis Etienne, 54. Brees Hall at 54. I think from an ownership standpoint Ooh, and a potential yeah. scoring standpoint, Herbert's going to be a fade for me today in DFS. If you're going to be a – think you're going to – yep. I think Brees Hall, Damian Pierce. Brees um, Hall. I like Damian Pierce as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah J.K. Dobbins got blowed up last week. So that was a less than impressive performance. Like you it. said, he's he's in everybody's – he's at the forefront of everybody's mind right now. He's going to be yeah. probably higher owned because of that this week. 100%. If, if Montgomery never plays again, he will. But I'm just saying, yeah. if if Khalil Herbert going forward is a starting running back, this is probably as highest owned you're going to see 100%. because he's in everybody's head this week. But if you're look, yeah, if you're looking to be counterculture, there are other guys right around that, like you just said, mm-hmm. that same value. Even what about less. Jamal Williams? Where does he come in? So he's going to be the same thing, I think. He's going to be just as high owned, I think. But the thing, just but as high. My yes. only caveat with that, though, is that we have seen Jamal. I mean, Khalil Herbert has looked very good in this in the limited times that we've been able to see him as a starter. Khalil Herbert's looked really good. Jamal mm-hmm. Williams has consistently, when he has gotten the opportunity to be the RB one, whether it was in Green Bay, whether it's in Detroit, he has consistently been capable of being a starting. That's right. Fantasy and he could be an RB one and a half. Yes. And still in, maintain value. In his secondary roles through through three weeks, he's scoring more touchdowns than than anyone else right now. I mean, he's 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 got almost standalone value just because of how they, they deploy him. But I have the him, running back one. Him. I like him a little Despite better. Despite whatever than goes on with Swift. It doesn't matter. But I to think me what like when you like you brought up Brees Hall, I think Brees Hall could be a good play and he's probably a little lesser owned right now for a little le- little lesser price for and now now you can take that money saved and spend it in receiver. everybody or, that's looking in that price yeah. range is going to be going to jamal Khalil. williams and khalil yeah. herbert it's just yeah. what now williams is i believe i didn't see exactly how much williams was i believe he's slightly more than herbert but still everybody Should who's kind probably. of in that section of the page is just scrolling around like the, he's Herbert and Williams are going to be the you know the the quote unquote darlings, and I think because everyone else is going to have them, you're going to have deservedly so. Oh yeah, sure, I get it. Even Singletary, I think... people may not be picking up Singletary because hey, I'll go with Singletary. They see him as that name on the offense, and sometimes guys don't want to. They don't want to do that. They think, oh well, I'm not going to take the guy on the good offense. Maybe yeah. everybody else is skipping that too. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I there are guys on that in that range the guys you listed off there are people mm-hmm. i would rather have 
right now if I'm trying to be counterculture than than Kalu. Well, and, and here's the logic behind that because you know, say you know, 25% of the people in the GPP have Khalil Herbert. Uh, and only 8% of the people have Brees Hall. And you're one of the people that have Brees Hall instead of Khalil Herbert. Brees, say Brees Hall scores one more point than right. Khalil Herbert, which is entirely possible this week, especially. You're good. Then you're jumping 25% of the field. That could be the difference between not cashing right. and cashing or the difference right. between, depending on how high up you are in the cat. That could be the difference of like 50 bucks or whatever, depending on your contest. That one point could make a big difference if you're if you're talking about jumping over hundreds of thousands of people. You've got to when you got to think about that when, when you're looking at constructing a DFS lineup like like what you're talking about too, and like you did GPP. Or, you've got to think of it along the same lines as you think about your survivor and pick 'em pools. Mm-hmm. If all you do is go down and pick all the favorites like everybody else does. You yep. are not going to separate yourself from the pack at all. If you want to separate yourself from the pack, you have to find that diamond in the rough value. You have to take a chance or two. If all yep. you're going to be doing is hanging out with the pack anyway, then <laughs> then what's the point of playing? Take the risk, take the shot, and and yeah, go counterculture. Pick an upset once in a while. <laughs> That's exactly right, Chase, because you know, survival pool, I went with the Chiefs over the Colts. Guess oh, what? Yeah. I'm, I'm done. Yeah. I'm I, done. Done. I got I screwed by one. the, uh, I got screwed in week two by the, the Browns with their epic meltdown against the Jets. Yep. And um, I took that thinking, hey, I'll have, then I'll still have all these good teams I can pick the rest of the season. Well, you got to get well, this week two you know, first, Chase. Yep. You know, that's somebody else's job now. Yeah. Well, a quick update here uh, Vikings once again settle for a field goal. The, it's becoming uh, very predictable here that on third down, the Vikings offensive line just cannot provide Kirk Cousins any time. He has zero time to work. Well, Kirk Cousins is not bootlegging the it's ball. Been an ongoing so you got to give Minnesota. him time to throw. Yeah, it's the offensive line is just absolutely failing the team on third down, and it's it's becoming to be an issue in this game because they only have a five point lead now, uh, early in the fourth quarter, and the Saints. This have could the be a ball. sneaky good end. This could be a sneaky good end. So I do have my eyes on it, but let's get back. So this is a very interesting selection of three running backs and a full PPR. I'm assuming this is for either an RB2 or a flex, I hope. Um, You got Jeff Wilson against the Rams, Singletary against the Ravens, or A.J. Dillon against the Patriots. I see these now. Singletary has obviously got the most stable, like a starting role, if you want to say. But Jeff Wilson and A.J. Dillon then they can score just as many points as Singletary, especially given this game. Like we said, I think it's going to be a big passing game, not necessarily like Singletary, I think to be relevant and, and be able to be started, he's going to have to get a touchdown. Uh, Cause I don't Which think he can gonna... do against the Raven defense. The sure, Raven but... defense is the, that takes it over to the line for me. Yeah. So, so, so you know, they're, they're, the they're, this isn't your older brothers. Raven no, defense. it certainly isn't where, yeah, they gave up, eight points or nine points a game. This is not that. Yeah. They're given eight, nine, 10, 12, 15 yards per play. And uh, so, yeah, Singletary is the answer all day long here. So, so Andrew, here, Andrew, yes. we've got, we've got Brian Hoyer taking snaps. Yep. We've got no Jacoby Myers. And we've got everyone else in that, you know, on that team being who they have been. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, and the play calling from the preseason that you know that everybody talked about. What the hell is actually going to happen with with New England? 
are the Packers going to have to actually score, 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 or are they going to be able to turn around, give it to the quad father no. and let no. Dylan eat this? This is they going score to 17 be... points. They win this game. I'm a, I want to quickly check the over under on this game. Cause this is going to be a game where it's not going to be check as bad. The as the game. It's probably going. It's not going to be as bad as the game last year against the bills where they threw the ball. What twice. And that foggy. Yeah. Game. It's not going to be what was um, it? Six they put this in the afternoon. They put this in the late afternoon slot thinking, oh, yeah, man, we got a, we got a marquee matchup and then it, and then everybody. So, feels, so the, oh, okay. Crazy. So this, is, this tells you everything. Mac Jones, how long is he down? Mac Jones. Uh, then it's still unclear. So after talking to Brian Scott, once again, every week you can check out the um, That's right. Inside the That's Medical right. Tent. In the tent. Inside right. the Medical Tent. And we talked inside the people. Medical Tent. Great. Yeah, inside the Great. Medical Tent. And we talked about it. We talked about it. Um, Matt, he is, Brian is saying that Mac Jones should should be, if it is in fact a, a severe high ankle sprain like it seems to be, should be out anywhere, uh, if he, even if he gets the surgery, uh, six to eight weeks. All the talk around here is saying more like four to six weeks. For what's coming out of the Patriots, though, they they almost seem to not be willing to admit that at all. So I don't know. There's going to be one of two things here. The Patriots are going to either pressure him to come back too early, and, Which, why Mac, would you and Mac Jones is going to take a, either take a stand and not and protect himself, or he's going to do it and he's going to be at risk of well, even he, worse injury. He walked out on the practice field this past week. Everybody sure, lost yeah. their collective shiznit. Or everybody's like, oh, what's going to happen? Or what's happened here is that the sprain is actually not as bad as right. it was to be believed at first. And this is just a two to four week injury. There's so, so much. Whatever it is, I don't play next week and all, the week after that. I think all, Robert Kraft is going full Jarrah Jones here and he's going to he's going to tell him to get out there. And all, and, yep, yeah, and all I know. Have fun with that, Doc. All I know is that this week against the Packers, I'm, I, I'm expecting a, a ton of running. Yeah. Uh, the over under right now is forty points. Oh, that's take that a pre game. that's a preseason over under game. Uh, and you know what? I'm taking the under. Yeah, because what have the Packers the shown that says the Packers that's what I'm saying. seventeen the, to thirteen? Yeah, the Packers offense hasn't shown maybe seventeen to ten. The Packers offense hasn't shown us anything special necessary. No, the the Patriots defense has played better than expected. And if the Patriots are going to just run the ball a ton and the Packers are going to do it's the same. depress all the players. We're going to just – look, this this is going to be a quick game. This could be a record-setting, like, length of game here. <laughs> so we'll see. Hour and 20-minute baseball game. Yeah. yeah. So who's the play, Harris or Stevenson? I, I'm still on the Stevenson train because he is going to get the short passes as well. And quick update, Taysom Hill just ran in a touchdown for the Saints. So Saints now officially have the lead. Uh, and also Mark Ingram back out on the field. So it seems like he avoided some major injury there. So uh, maybe let's temper our previous expectations on picking up Latavius Murray. Uh, but, yeah, so, yeah, I don't expect much out of the Patriots Green Bay game today from anybody, like I said, except maybe the running back. I think all four running backs. How about uh, how about your boy Dobbs? Okay. So, like I said, the Patriots secondary has been playing. Is it Dobbs better. or Dubs? I, I think yes. it's Dobbs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like I like Dobbs going forward. Like I just I do don't too. I do too. Think they're going to need to be throwing the ball all over the place today. So sure, could he have a couple? Right. This is a game where this sure. is a game where 195 yards and a touchdown from Rodgers could win this thing. Exactly, and that's, that's and he has not been fantasy relevant at all. 
so far. Yeah, now, I, now I really hope this game goes like 41-38 or something. Just I, you know what? I hope so, too, because that will further prove to me that the rest of the offense is actually starting it's to still okay. The <laughs> right? um, yeah, so – but, but, yeah, so do you guys have any final thoughts on week four here before we close it out uh, here on this Sunday preview? Which Chargers team are we going to see this week? That's a very good point. That's yeah. a good question. They're playing in Houston. It should be 31 points or so on the board for, for the Chargers. I think the Cardinal-Panther game is is interesting, whether or not CMC plays, because, again, like we just – talked about who are we going to see i mean are the cardinals actually going to come out and look like they've got some well can they look like something other than or not road yeah. roadkill can we do that can they do that <laughs> right roadkill. broncos raiders another game that we all thought was going to be yeah. a giant you know giant shootout now it looks that like might be a 12 uh, <laughs> another <laughs> right well and that's one that i actually that wish we did have time to like only you know, the Broncos, that was only like the second time in NFL history that score has ever happened. Yeah. Well, yeah, and that's, that, that, that is one game that I wish we did have more time to talk about because I think, especially from a DFS standpoint, uh, considering the injuries, Matt Collins, Darren Waller, uh, I think are in store for big days. Um, you know, if there's going to be anybody that has a big day on that team, it's going to be one of those two. And then, yeah, the I'm not touching the Broncos, anybody right now, except for maybe Javante Williams. Javante Williams, I think. I've well, got Melvin Gordon, one. but he's on the bench this week. So yeah, yeah. So that's uh, yeah. <laughs> so I mean, that's, well, it's a team that has to show us. It yep. is exactly. It is a team that has to show us. And it's so. unfortunate because some of those guys, like yeah, Sutton. Sutton went relatively high. You Sutton were taking him. Okay you were taking week. him. You were taking Sutton. You were taking Williams. You were taking Wilson with the expectation. For that matter, you were probably if you took Albert O. <laughs> like I did across a couple of leagues, you were taking him with the expectation that you were going to be able to start him. And now mm-hmm. there's not, I mean, outside no. of. And now he's been dropped. There's flashes. never been a tight end yeah. that Russell Wilson, nope. you know, maybe, I don't know, maybe he's allergic to his tight end. Right. Well, you would have thought getting into a there. different play call system that, yeah, I thought well, it was Seattle that was the problem. Well, uh, no, it seems like Russell Wilson might be. Yeah, Russell well, Seattle hasn't been any like better for the guys. Vampires got and, and garlic, you know. And <laughs> one last quick look at the uh, the inactive and active list. Dalton Schultz is active. Uh, oh, this is interesting. Trey Sermon active for week four for the 49ers. So do we start to see Trey Sermon yep. mixed in with Jeff Wilson? That's interesting. Um, I don't think he's going to make a massive difference, but yeah, uh, Michael no, Gallup no. also officially active. Kenyon Drake is inactive. So yeah, the, no, the well, that's, Dobbins that's is game, you know, there. whoever is anybody own Kenyon Drake. If so, why? Well, no, but I'm, I'm more so saying as far as you don't have to worry about that becoming a, a thing when it comes to Dobbins. So um, okay. at least this week, uh, but that, that that's all the, the uh, updated inactive active that I see here. So look, as always, thank you for joining us here on our Sunday morning preview that's on right. up fantasy live. Uh, produced and maintained by Belly Up Sports. So, as always, thank you. Uh, we love being here with you guys. Check us out every Sunday, 11 o'clock. And you know what? Look, we just got one last comment in from Daniel. Uh, oh, geez. Carrie Lee. Carrie, I'm not even going to. Daniel. Uh, Daniel. All right, Daniel. He wants to know between uh, Rashad Penny, I'm assuming Derek Henry, Ramondre Stevenson, and Jeff Wilson and Corderell Patterson, he needs three. Uh, and for oh, he and he's listening because wow. he just shot me with an LOL. Henry Stevenson Wilson. 
Yeah, uh, yeah, that, yep. that's I feel that too. Henry Stevenson Wilson is exactly what I was going to say. So good luck, Daniel. Kevin, do you agree? Do you have? Do you want to confuse him? No, no confusion, <laughs> no confusion. Good. All right, so good go. so good luck, Daniel. Thank you for tuning in. Yep. Hit us with questions next week. Yep. Come back All next week and every Sunday. First down. That's good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, guys, we'll see you next week. Uh, enjoy the games. Enjoy the rest of this uh, this London game, which looks like it's going to be an interesting finish. So we will see you next week, and have a great one, guys. Betfred has come all the way from England to the great state of Iowa with over 50 years of sports betting experience. Fred is known in the U.K. for three things, customer service, bonuses, and delivering the best overall experience to players. Need more? Download the Betfred Sports app today and receive up to $250 in free bets when signing up. No emperors, no movie stars, just a sports book you can trust. Download today. Proud partner of the Iowa Wild and Iowa Cubs. Must be 21 plus. Wagers only accepted in Iowa. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Betfred has come all the way from England to the great state of Iowa with over 50 years of sports betting experience. Fred is known in the UK for three things, customer service, bonuses, and delivering the best overall experience to players. Need more? Download the Betfred Sports app today and receive up to $250 in free bets when signing up. No emperors, no movie stars, just a sports book you can trust. Download today. Proud partner of the Iowa Wild and Iowa Cubs. Must be 21 plus. Wagers only accepted in Iowa. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF.